question. Am I part of that group? It's accepted as the way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's awesome. So uh, I guess we'll get started. Uh, We don't want to waste your time and um, we'll get you started, man. Uh, Are you, uh, you're over in Italy, aren't you? I am. I am. I live in Milan now. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Uh, Now, I guess we should get started with, uh, you obviously are a fixture in the Bay, and you've grown up, you know, pretty much in Oakland. You you were uh, born and raised in Oakland, right, Richard? No, I I wasn't. I'm going to turn this off. There's Randy Gowan. I got to turn this up. I don't see him. I see him. Okay, cool. He doesn't have his audio on yet. Oh, he's still working on it, okay. Yeah. No, I um, I grew up in Walnut Creek. I was born in oh. Oakland. We were living in Berkeley. And then uh, I was the second born. So my dad and mom moved out. Of, we were staying with my aunt in Berkeley. And then we moved to um, the same aunt that I look like. All right, all right. Uh, what's hey, up, Randy? Hey, brother, what's up? How you doing, man? I'm good. Looking good. Thank you, brother. Yeah, man, I lost some weight. <laughs> I don't know. I, I always knew you when you you weren't even bigger. So look, you know, oh, hey, when colorblind shut down and my dad passed, you know, I got a little I had a little depression weight. <laughs> oh, so you, so you stopped working out and started eating more. Oh, but you learned I, to cook, I bet. Hey, I stopped working out my senior year in high school. <laughs> I really did. That was the end of the weights, man. I, I, I didn't want to look all bulky in the suit, right? You know, so I was like, I don't know. Oh, that's looking out. Like I just started doing those sit-ups and the push-ups, and then that fell off, and, you know. But uh, but it's all good, though. You're looking good, man. I, I always see in all those ma- uh, magazines for the health, dude. You're just, you're rocking. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did that one, man. Yeah, and then I, I think they superimposed somebody else's arms on that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I gotta, man, I gotta work a, on that. So. Bones now. But anyways, I, hey, so what's up? I moved to, um, so we moved to Walnut Creek, and I pretty much grew up there, and uh, a little bit in Concord, and then in the end of the 70s into Benicia, and then back to Walnut Creek in the 80s, and then I've been living in Benicia, besides coming to Italy, um, yeah. since 1992. Oh, okay. So you've been going back and forth? You've been yeah, since I, was, since I was 20. No, no, I was 50. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know, a couple of decades. Who cares, right? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So, um, where did you get your start, man? Where, you know, who did you start playing with? I read your bio, which was like literally a novel. It was a novel. It was so <laughs> awesome. book. It was so. Uh, it was I, a book. You know, I think in that bio, I think I put in every single little thing in there. You know, like I played down at my friend's garage. You know, <laughs> it, it makes it seem a lot longer. You know. <laughs> no, it was very impressive, man. I, I didn't talk yeah. about the um, Lionel Richie or the Go-Go's or the George Michael auditions that I did not get. I left, Whoa. I left those out. <laughs> you left them out? <laughs> yeah. Oh, George but, Michael, that would have been one hell of a I thought it was in with Lionel because Sheila was in with that and everything. And then some cat named Carlos Rios came in and kicked everybody's ass. Oh, oh. Carlos is amazing. Yeah. Hey, Gina. Yeah. Gina. Yeah. Hey. My, my start was just... My start with Simon was just like anybody, you know, I mean, playing around in, in the bars in Walnut Creek, Concord, and then, and then it became the whole Bay Area, like, you know, a lot of work in the South Bay, especially back in the 80s. It was like that whole area of Campbell and, 
and yes. San Jose and Saratoga. There were so many clubs to play down there. And I, I, uh, it's not, non-existent now, isn't it? I, I guess I guess not. You know, I mean, yeah. a lot yeah, of them, pretty, yeah. I mean, the whole scene is just completely altered and changed, you know. I was going to ask you about uh, – oh, sorry. I was going to ask you about um, your relationship with um, John Seppala. Because that was a guy we lost um, – you know, he was a brilliant musician that we lost a while back. And I, I know you guys kind of grew up together. Yeah, we we met in high school at Northgate High right around 1974 or 5. And we immediately just started, you know, playing fusion, you know, and we both had a love for fusion. And he was like from another planet, you know, he, he was, was, he was the head of all of us. He taught everybody, you know. He, yeah, it, I, I wish I had taken lessons from him. He was so ridiculous. Yeah. And, and even yeah. back then, he would say, okay, so, you know, Chick Corea does this and, and Herbie does this and, and George Duke does this. And, and right. we we're like, wait a minute, hold on a second. <laughs> Back that up. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, then we, we started, we had a band uh, just in the, the end of high school and then right after high school and started writing songs. And then most of that whole first album I did was co wrote with John. That album that, called- that was the uh, Legends. Legend yeah, band. Legend was the Legend was no New Legend was the band. New Legend, we were so okay. creative because Legends was, was with Dave Matthews. Right. Oh, another another monster. Dave Matthews, who was our Walnut Creek buddy, and um, Mitch Silva, Adam Stone, and the Sonny Fitman. So we were wow. just that was all all rock from Allman Brothers, Deep Purple, Led Zeppelin, and all that stuff. Wow. And wow. then then when we then when we did um, with John Seppala, Chris Stefanetti. And yeah. we had a couple of different drummers, Chris Zeitz, I think uh, wow. Bob Hammaker. Anyway, guys from guys from from the area, and we um we even got into all the fusion stuff. It's amazing, man. John was a a, 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 a great teacher, a great friend, and a super funny guy too. He really was. Well, you know, we'll have to just say uh, R.I.P. Rest in peace, my brother. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. So uh, I'll let the other uh, folks uh, ask some questions. I've been dominating. I don't want to take it over. So you guys have questions? Yeah. Well, I saw I saw on the bio that it. So you had legends, and then you had new legends. Yeah, exactly. So, so legend was the one with. Did you legend, come we knew, up with another legend. name. Exactly. That's what I was saying. We were so creative. We thought, you know, I mean, it, you know, later on, you remember that movie Spinal Tap? This is Spinal Tap. Yeah. yeah. They actually. I think they actually made a joke about something just like that, that we were called, I think we were called, you know, something like, I can't remember what it was, but we were the, we were the actions. And then we became the new actions, you know, because you can't, <laughs> you can't think of another name, you know? And I think the reason why we chose that was because legend was so damn famous in the area that we had to, we had to, uh, uh, you know, make sure that our, all our, our, our legend fans wouldn't forget. No, it's just, it's just all, Life. Right. Genius. I mean, just genius stuff. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Hey, we were we were in high school. We didn't know any better, you know. <laughs> well, whatever oh, you did, it worked. Because you're famous yeah. now. Yeah. Well, yeah. New legend. You know, we we did we did play a couple of gigs actually. <laughs> you played a couple of gigs. <laughs> we did do a couple of gigs. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, I'm gonna make sure I don't have my double chin on this uh, in this camera. So, uh, right, yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. So yeah. So you uh, 
So you basically, you, you've been through a whole slew of different groups. And, you know, it's funny because I, you know, I was thinking about, you know, Huey Lewis and the News, which was one of the groups that you played in, or are you probably still in. I don't know if you're still doing it. But, uh, you know, great songwriters, you know, um, back in the day when I was a kid, I was like, oh, you know, what is all this stuff? And then, you know, and now I'm, I'm older, I can really appreciate the writing and the harmonies and the, the yeah. you know, the compositions. They were great. And so what was it like working with Huey? Oh, it was like another, like another, just a, a, a perfect situation, you know, a, a dream come true uh, in the sense also that, you know, I was a fan and, you know, I, I remember even sending Huey some songs. I had known those guys right around the time I was playing with Sheila or even before, because it was, we had a mutual manager when I was with Pablo Cruz, just before Sheila, right. We had the same manager. So we kind of met the guys and, you know, in the local scene and sent them some songs and, uh, um, uh, it was a, it was a great situation musically because there was such an amazing band and a li live band, even better. Right. Um, especially because, you know, as, as the eighties moved into nineties and two thousands, you know, a lot of those things like, um, digital snare drums and, uh, and chorus guitars all went away. Thank God. So all right. of a sudden, sounds started to sound like a like a great R and B live band with horns, and you can hear everything natural sounds, and it was so much fun. Um, right. And uh, but no, the band doesn't play anymore because it's been now almost two years, and Huey lost almost all of his hearing. He, wow. he oh, lost, yeah. lost the ability to hear um, music and pitch. Wow. So anytime the, it happened, we were on, on, on tour and he went to a, a sound check all of a sudden and said, guys, this is like, I, I can't hear, you know, I couldn't find the pitch. Turns out he has something called Meniere's disease. And the symptom is that all the sound comes out distorted. So all the, all the music, all the pitch is just a sort of a low overtone for him. He can wow. make a speech and he, but music you know so he can't find the pitch can't hear the song so we stopped playing in february of 2018 oh man i, th I thought i heard some things about um well not particularly that uh his, his uh, issue but they said he he sounded like he was having trouble with his vocals so yeah it was all about the ear all about the ear he sings sings fine but he he can't find the can't find the tone Wow. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's been seeing all great doctors all around the world and trying different things, but it's a tough one. It's a tough well, one. Man. You're hearing, hey, it's a good lesson to all of us, you know, just to make sure we do the yes, best. Absolutely. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Did I lose a signal? No, I still hey, got you. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's trees. I lost the signal, it looks like. I'm here. I'm good. Okay, there we go. We'll keep going. You're back. Yeah. All right, I'm back. Hey guys. So your dad. So your dad is a psychologist, and your mom is a nurse. Yeah. And then your father loves Ray Charles. Is that right? Oh yes. Really. My my mom maybe even more, but both of them. No, my dad. But that is funny because my dad his favorites was like Ray Charles, and Bob Dylan, and anything that was blues. Uh, you know, and Monk and, and Coltrane, and not so much Coltrane for him, but my mom, she's the one that really liked Miles Davis and Coltrane and, uh, and uh, Jerry Mulligan. We had all these records, Billie Holiday, uh, Sam Cooke. 
I mean, she would cry every time. She's put on CC. Where's Mama? She's listening to Sam Cooke and crying. Uh, <laughs> it was so beautiful to have all that great music in the house. Yeah. Straight up. A lot of influences there. Yeah. A lot of great influences. Wow. So um, how did you um, how did you kind of migrate around the world and, and how was that experience? I mean, you you got you probably traveled the world several times over. Um, it's, you know, and, and been everywhere. You know, how was that experience? Well, I haven't, um, I, I, like a lot of my other musician buddies that have been all over the world, I've been many times to Japan and many times to Western Europe. Right. And a couple of times to South America. But I never was over in, the, in places like, uh, you know, the, the Russia and Hungary and, um, and uh, China. Never Do they even listen to music in Russia? <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I never went to Russia, man. Okay, well, I'm and I never talked to that guy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, they love jazz in Russia. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, I have a lot of friends that play over there, and they have, you know, great followings for all kinds of music, for sure, yeah. That's that's hilarious. Well, that's, you know, no, I mean, I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Music can take you in some amazing places, and... I think you guys, you know, I, I feel honored to be part of this this whole thing. But we we're, we live extraordinary lives. We're very blessed to be able to just play music, and especially if you can do it on the level that you're doing it on, you know. So we commend you for your great work. And and I, I was reading your Thanks. earlier uh, your earlier uh, uh, bio, and it talked about how you got kind of started off at like six or seven with your guitar, and you migrated. And you, they were talking about the different guitars that you have, and um, what are you playing now? What is I'm your still, like your your baby? I still play mostly Stratocasters that are been yeah. um, customized a little bit um, with humbucking on it. So it, I always loved the sound of the Les Paul and a big giant sound, and the strats were a little bit thin. So um, put a humbucking yeah. on the back, and you get kind of the best of all worlds. That's been my go-to guitar since. Um, since uh since writer no actually i saw i just saw a video even with sheila i had that guitar so i i had taken a strat hollowed out the back and put a humbucking in wait a minute okay nice. i just forgot now i'm gonna go way back i had a fender mustang that i hollowed out a humbucking in when i was 12. there you go so you, wow I, so you I forgot about that because I, all the guys I liked, and, and that was the sound. It was too thin of a sound. And then every, then I would, then I played Les Pauls and stuff for a while. And then, and then when I went back to Strats, it had to have a humbucking, so I went and put it back in. So that's, that's a, beautiful. That's a, yeah. And I have a, I love my Les Pauls. Still play those, and um, a Telecaster, a couple of Telecasters that I have, and some acoustic guitars. And I never was much of a gear junkie or a guitar collector. I don't have like a lot of guitars, some Strats, some Tellys, and some Les Pauls, and I have a 335 Gibson. And uh, wow! But you have well, a you're, favorite, you're you have a guitar, right? That's an HSS Strat. It, it kind of looked like an HSS Strat. Yeah, in fact, it's supposed to be uh, Arctic White. Is that the favorite one that I heard yeah. about? Go Zena, go on, Zena. That's exactly what this is. Look at that. Wow. She's on point. This looks like a super old guitar by the way it got beat up and stuff, but it's from 90. It's from 90, uh, 91. 91. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it just got, it, it was brand new when I got it, but I just, it had the 
kind of a soft finish that it came across. But that's it. Yeah, the humbucking that gives me all those bigger, bigger sounds. And, oh, I see um, it. Yeah. And those extra, those extra. That really, really work. Yeah, it still works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steph. Yeah, man. Hey, so is um, so is did, is that something that you came up with with the with putting that uh the humbucking or humbucker pickup in there? I mean, I certainly didn't create it, or, or or I wasn't the first one to think of it. But I, I mean, I I don't know. I really don't know. It, it yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying is like, do do they make guitars like that, or did you did you kind of cut? I mean, I'm not saying you can't. Oh uh, yeah, it. no. At that moment, no, there was no guitar like that. Um, wow. And then in the late 70s, Eddie Van Halen became, you know, the thing. And he was real big on that, too. Ah. Um, and uh, he copied me. He basically copied me. <laughs> he, came to, he came to Walnut Creek and saw New Legend playing at the swim club. <laughs> and he saw my guitar. I swear to God, that's what happened. Yeah. Well, you know what? I want to, I got to, I got to say this, man. Okay. So, uh, let's see. I think I was 19 years old. And I was sneaking in to uh, Mountain Jacks. Mountain Jacks, yeah. The lovely Mountain Jacks. That was my school. And that's the first time I met you. And, and Frank and uh, I think it was Omega Rhythm Section, right? All right, with Gary and Mick and Dave. Yep. And that, and then all of a sudden, Mark Russo, Darius Russo. Well, I knew Mark Russo because of being in, you know, eighth grade and going into, you know, the, the summer camps and stuff. And I, I took a class with Mark, actually, you know, in, in uh, with Joan Cifarelli and Zach and all those guys. That's how I met all those guys. Oh, but man, great. that was, Mountain Jacks is, a, you know, that's just legendary. And that was like the school for all the Bay Area. Just yeah. like Frank did Kenzaki's, that was another extension yeah. of, That's right. of that scene. And everybody drew to those clubs. And I remember, you know, sneaking in there at 19, you know, Garen letting me in the back, try, begging to sit in and all that. And they're like, get out of here, kid. You're not even, you can't even have a friend. <laughs> I was such a pest. But man, that was like, that was like the, the that was school. Going to yeah, those that clubs. was school for us too. And you it guys would always bring in all the celebrities whenever they were in town. Eddie Money. Um, man, I mean, there was just tons of people that you got. And I would be like, who's this guy? Who's this? Oh, my God. You know, I, yeah. you, I had no idea. But that brought me. That was like, you know, that I, that saved me kind of because it was all about fusion. And where could you go see fusion back then? Yeah, oh, it was great. It was great for us, too. And I remember before we started playing there, we used to go see Solstice with Frank and, right. and Gene and uh, um, John. yeah, John Proster and that and and who was the um, uh, Gene was the bass player and who was the drummer? John John Proster was the drummer for Solstice. Oh, okay, so who was the the guitar player? Bill, Jim. Anyway, um, so we um. Uh, I remember also who came in. Oh, oh um, Doc and Mimi from Tower Power used to pop in there and play with us. And um, that, that was cool. I mean, for me, one of my biggest influences is Mark Russo, without right. a doubt. Right. Playing yeah. next to that guy uh, yeah. night after night, it, it was just like, you know, listening to how he could be expressive with the sax, like, like he's singing a song and telling a right. story. That's right. always what I tried to, um, to emulate. And, right. um, um, and of course, electric guitar and sax can, can, uh, can go together really well. And you can use those sounds. It's, it's, um, 
you know, like uh, with all the sustain, you get in the sack and the sax and the um, and the dynamics and stuff different from percussive instruments like like piano and keys, though there's plenty of influence there, too. But the sax yeah. just was like instant marriage, you know, of sound. Yeah. And Darius and Darius, yeah, I saw you break those man when you guys when you and Darius used to do that blues song, I don't know what song, but. Man, you guys would be laying way behind the beat, and you know, just the the, the little melodies and together, man. That was that was really I I all I'll never forget that. Just right on, Randy. Right man, on. That was a great that, was a, that was a great great time, man. We had a lot of laughs too, man. A lot of smiles, yeah. a lot of laughs. Yep, yep. Did I did I hear that you worked with? Uh, did I hear that you worked with Satriani and and uh, and Steve I? It it wasn't that I worked with them. Um, it was that I got invited to do a jam at one of the G3 events in Rome. So I went, Jesus. yeah, with Joe Satriani, Sivai, and, and Robert Fripp. Because uh, our buddy Jeff Campitelli, it was the drummer, yeah. and he said, hey, now we're coming to Rome. And, and I was in Rome. And um, and so they had me up at the end. We, we did a Neil Young tune and oh, um, yeah. and then a little jam of Steve Eyes. And uh, there's a video on YouTube of it. And, uh, it was like, a, you can't really see the, the, the pee-pee on my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't see it. And so that was the important thing. For, more important for That's me that it wasn't, it wasn't visible that I peed my pants. But I had a lot of, a, a lot of fun that night. And I actually, I, I realized immediately, the first thing you got to do is like, okay, what am I going to do? I can't, what am I doing up here? I'm not going to, I don't vlog it. All right, whatever you do. Don't try and play fast. Okay. That was the first thing I told myself. Don't try and play fast. That's not your thing. And that's not, you're not going to keep up. So I just found a few little interesting kind of phrases rhythmically and, and interesting sort of melodic extensions. And, and I was like, okay. And I kind of felt like they were looking, okay, kid, you're, you're doing okay. Even though um, I might be older than them, but I don't know. That was, oh, so, man. That was, that was a great night. Yeah. I can't even imagine being up. That'd be like me being up there with Oscar Peterson. You know what I mean? Like that's it was like, like, oh, like to the I'm just gonna go back to the audience. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it reminds me. It reminded me a little bit of a of a of a reoccurring dream. I haven't had it for a while. You guys from the Bay Area will will appreciate this. I dreamt many times I was a 49er. Okay, I'm on the field, but I'm just me, Steph. I don't play football. But I'm on the field, suited up, helmet on, ready. And all of a sudden I'm going, whoa, what am I doing here? Coach says, turn on or burns, depending upon what I was thinking. You're in. I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. I don't play football. I'm not supposed to be here. And he goes, you're in. I'm like, okay. So I go in, I'm on the line, and I'm thinking, okay, all right. In Walnut Creek, what we used to do was go out for a pass. That's what you do. Go out for a pass. That's, that's football, you know. So what am I going to do? Down and out. All right, so I'm going down and out. I start, I run, I turn around, I, he throws it to me. I drop the ball, right to me. And, and I'm like, damn, what the hell are you doing? I said, I told you I don't play football. That's it. I actually had that dream like three or four times. Wow. That's, uh, that's like, uh, that's real. That keeps it real right there. <laughs> Isn't that like an anecdote for life right there? Yeah. Uh, oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, so you, uh, so you, now you're in Italy now. Uh, 
and you were, I think we were joking around, you were saying you really missed the Bay. I mean, Milan, yeah. Italy, you, you got, well, I guess it's like the family and stuff, but it's got to be gorgeous over there. I know. Yeah. Italy in general, you know, I, the one thing, you know, I, I can pinch myself because it's been an incredible experience in so many different ways, um, uh, starting with playing with this artist, Vasco Rossi, who is uh, the biggest in Italy. He does more giant shows in Italy than anyone ever has here. Um, and, and, and he's so, he's so, so big. And not only that, that like Huey Lewis in the news, but I was playing with Vasco before, this is a band that still has guitar solos, which is kind of like in a lot of, a lot of ways, it's a, it's a style of music from the past. So you can get gigs with great artists, but you're going to be just kind of playing some, but not only guitar solos, but ballads and extended solos. Like I'm, there's moments where I feel like I'm in Pink Floyd and I've got this 13 minute, you know, shine on your crazy diamond moment. So really was great. And I feel like um, um, it, it was uh, something that I could sink my teeth into, something that I could, you know, you've heard me play Randy when I'm able to kind of do that kind of build a solo. Yeah. Something that I love to do, but not go too long, you know. I'm not mentioning but, any names, Norbert Statchel, but um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I used to use Norbert all the time because he's so good, he's so good. But after like 15 minutes at Kanzaki Lounge, we're like, give someone else a chance now. <laughs> a little long winded, a little long winded. to Norbert now. I love you, baby. Don't forget that. Um, so, um, <laughs> So that's um so that's just opened up there. We traveled all around Italy, so many beautiful places. And we'll do gigs in Sardinia, we'll do gigs in Sicily, we'll do gigs in 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 the in the mountains. It's it's all these different things. So that's been great. And uh, Milan itself is beautiful. It's not the most beautiful city in Italy. Um, it's as uh, as we as we know Italy, we think of you know Florence and and Rome and. Um, uh, Venice, which I think may be the most beautiful city in the world, most exceptionally, wow. Venice is wow. off the charts. Um, wow. And then you find so many different places, especially around Umbria and Tuscany, around the center. Um, and then beautiful at the very bottom, there's some beaches over there where you feel like you're you're in the Caribbean. It's un unreal. Mm. So you get everything here: great skiing in the mountains, and you know, and fall in the hills and everything. So it's been great. Wow. And then. Uh, um, uh, and I'm able to work well too, thanks to Vasco who gave me such a platform to be recognized. I'm able to play with my band, play what I want, play my songs and yeah, play in the clubs and, and work, you know? That's awesome. That's really I, awesome. I don't have to play, um, you know, I don't have to play, obviously I think of a joke, but there's some things I don't have to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well i've been there yeah i mean i think uh, it's nice you might like to again but well i think it's nice when you can you know express your artistry the way you want to i think we get to a certain point you know we've all done the the top 40 gigs forever and you know right. you're doing the bruno mars and all the stuff and nothing against them but when you're an artist you want to express yourself and, and that's, play the, your yeah, stuff. that's the difference yeah and i'm fine doing covers you know you can put yourself into it a little bit too and and playing a great song is always playing a great song but when you can do your own stuff it's uh it's it's the top yeah 
that's that's the best feeling in the world yeah, yeah. now now t- tell me now are you living there uh is you living there with your wife uh, uh like a family i mean what you ha- you mentioned your child you have uh your daughter yeah. is it i sure do i sure do man um i've got uh, the most amazing daughter in the world there you go only me um, i do and everybody should say that she's nine she's uh i'm completely out of my mind in love with her and um she um she was born here uh i I got married then we had a child was born here then we moved to los angeles for a little bit um things didn't go so well after about five years so then um her mom and uh decided her mom and i decided that we'd come back here in italy so jamie could grow up here it was uh, beautiful. It wasn't anything, anything for my mom there in uh, in California, you know. And Milan is a good place. We got a great school, and um, and I thought, well, it was right around the same, actually, coincidentally, right around the same moment where um where Huey lost his hearing, so um, wow, it, it wasn't as a matter of having to come back and forth for work as much. So I just settled into Milan, and I'm working here, and um, I was coming back about three or maybe four times a year but then the something called coronavirus i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. you heard about it you can find it in the paper if you look um it uh it tried to put the brakes on that so i've been i've been here since uh since this december of last year and right. uh but next month i'm coming no not next month next week okay next week i'm gonna finally come back for thanksgiving for a couple of weeks and then uh I can't wait. Well, wow. you know, we're in the Bay Area. So, you know, whenever you want to stop by, you know, take a hike. You we, know, I'm, we, I'm here. We got to hook up. We got to hook up for sure. <laughs> because yeah, you got to find you. I have to say, because when you joined my sister's band, I was like, oh, he's, he's, he's kind of cute. Hmm. But I was so, I was just so young. I was like, but you know, I had a mad crush on you. I just, I just. Oh wanted- man, you beat me to it. Okay. <laughs> so so I was gonna say, I was gonna say. So who did I have a crush on, the Sheila Band? All right. Yes, it was Zena Escovito. Oh wow! Right. Hey. Yeah, yeah, but she knows, she knows it. She knows it too. We we spent a lot of time together, just chatting and on airplanes and and backstage and stuff like that. And. Uh, but every once in a while, big sis would kind of go and go, hey, what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, just, just talking, you know? And, um, and uh, hey, I, yeah, know, I was an older movie? guy. I was an older guy. You know, I was like 24, yes. 25, and you were, I think, 17. I was uh-huh. very young. So there's a little, yeah. little teenager, yeah. I know. So, She's only seventeen. <laughs> but um, hey, we can give you guys a moment if you want. I mean, I mean, Randy and I can leave. We don't have to. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind at all if both of you guys leave. That that's so fine with me. <laughs> all right, Gina. No, we're good. We're good, guys. We're good. Yeah, you can go. <laughs> but, wait, but wait, let me tell you. Let me tell you what I did last night. I I spent a lot of time on this because. I was laughing because I, you know how goofy I am anyway. So then, you know, I was doing research on you, and then I heard that you know your Christmas, your Christmas tree, your plastic Christmas tree got stolen at your house like last year because somebody broke into your house. So where did I you said, find? Huh? I'm telling you, she's insane. Where, where is that story? Where did you did? Don't worry about it. I'm not. Oh. Talking. 
I'm not stalking you or anything. You're not stalking. But I said, well, let me pay, may, let me pay tribute just in case you come to the Bay Area and you're single now. So I made a Christmas ornament for our tree when you come to the Bay Area. Look. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God! It'll be our first ornament. It's our first ornament. I love it. <laughs> Only on Bay Legends. Only on Bay Legends. That's right, people. That's right, people. You see, this is you saw the start of it right here. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Wow. Hey, you know what happened? It's a, I'll make it a short story. All my stuff got stolen out of a out of a garage that I was renting. Not my guitars, but I had all wow. my marshals, all my um, pedal boards that were like really the ones I you know I had three great pedal boards that were really elaborate. All the, and then the thing you know, that was really a drag. The thing that was even more annoying was my backpack with all my cables and my picks and yes. my capos and you know, yeah. all your little stuff. It was like, oh man, took that, took my microphones. They took, um, and then they took the, the Christmas tree for my daughter, you know? And I was like, <laughs> ruthless. Why? What? Yeah, heartless. Yeah. Now, honestly, it was if it was Steph Burns plastic Christmas tree, I would have stole it if I saw it. Those are expensive. They're expensive. Well, <laughs> it wasn't. It was not. But um, yeah, that's funny. I, that, that was, you know, that, um, I think I have another one. Yeah, I got a, a smaller plastic one. I went Charlie Brown, all out Charlie Brown on it. It's kind of like. <laughs> you had a little shrub. Shrubbery. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> like shrubbery. <laughs> Yo, Steph. Oh, man. Well, hey, man. Steph. I, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I just, wanted, I just wanted to say, um, do you get a chance while you're, uh, you know, out on the road touring and stuff like that? Are you doing any clinics or are you doing any teaching for like the cats that are around the world that want to know? You know, I've you done, I, I, I do clinics though since the this year, this year not not so many, but yeah, I go around and do yeah. clinics, workshops, master classes, stuff like oh, that. Great. Awesome. And, um, mostly in Italy, a little bit in Switzerland, and I did a few in Greece. Other than yeah. other than that, the, the, the staying here and that's um those are great. I love them. I love yeah. them. They're really fun. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, when when you do, you know, get a chance, and when we get a little bit further with this COVID thing, you know, it'd be great to have you by Notes Music Academy to do a clinic or something. You know, would be, yeah. for the, would be would, great. I would everybody would love to see that and come and see you and you know would be great. I would love it. Yeah, that would be that's awesome. awesome. And speaking of that, we we should be promoting some of your uh, your stuff. Uh, you said you have a you have some records out of your own stuff that we can push on uh, on this uh, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've got the. I, I don't know how. I haven't really checked on them. I probably should should have a little, you know, like some good links in the store. I've always been really bad at self promotion stuff, but. Um, my first record, Swamp Tea, is the one that's all instrumental. I did with John Seppala. It's got a uh, uh, great selection of drummers on there, with Narada and Steve Smith and nice. um, Dean Castronovo and Jimmy yeah, DeGrasso. Plus Myron Dove playing bass and Benny Reedfeld. It was what? just a, Who was the two little boys on the album cover? That's Taylor and Woody, my sons. Oh, oh. really? Yeah, and they were like... 
let's see, they were like uh, five and nine. <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. And I, I dressed them up in suits from Goodwill and, and said, go play in the mud. And uh, we built a little swamp tea stand, five cents. Five cents was a tribute to uh, Linus and uh, Lucy, you know, the psychiatric help, five cents. <laughs> and um, that's great. That's the first record. Then I did, uh, I don't remember which one was right after. Either the one I did with Pepino, probably Pepino, Bayshore Road, which uh, Sheila played on, a couple of nice. tracks. And, um, and the rest of it is, uh, is mostly me and uh, Pepino, acoustic and electric. And yep. then I did uh, World Universe Infinity, where I started to do more songs mixed with the fusion as well in rock instrumental. And so it was like um, half and half. And then after that, I did uh, my last record, which was 2013, which um, is called Roots and Wings. And I'm really proud of that one. We're still going to go. We're going to go tour hopefully next month in Italy um, nice. on that um, with that record, but then we play stuff from all, all our records and um, and the new single that I'm gonna go yes. sing tomorrow, finish singing it, re-sing it because uh, I sucked the first time. I hope I don't suck again. And um, that's um, that's gonna be coming out and I'll definitely be on the, on the World Wide Web, as they say. I think that's how people release singles. You just stick it on YouTube and Facebook and there's our single. Yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely going to promote you and uh, we'll put all those links afterwards when we uh, when we air this uh, podcast. We'll make sure that you get a lot of love. I appreciate man, we, it. Thank you. Oh, no, we appreciate you, man. I, you know, it's so funny. I don't think you and I ever got a chance to play together. Um, I just kept hearing your name all the time. And I'd be like, man, where's this guy? You know, you'd always be uh, traveling. Yeah, and, like, of I, found I, was, you, I found you on, on Facebook and I saw that. You know, we had so many, so many similar friends. It's like we know each other, but we never really, uh, we never really played together. I know, play. Yeah, I was playing in like, you know, opening up for puppet shows and stuff. And you were out there. <laughs> so I, I, was, I, was, I don't know what the hell is going on. But uh, yeah, I just didn't, you know, didn't have you the right. puppet shows, man. I mean, you know, it's a big gig. <laughs> and, you know. Hey, well, you know, I got to do what I do. That was my thing. That was my thing. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I really appreciate it. I I got a really appreciate a real appreciation for your music, man. I, I, that solo you did that you posted up was, you know, there's a few guitar players out there that have that epic sound. Um, I think Neil Sean is one of the ones that I would say that I really and and yourself, um, you you do epic solos, man. They're just they're brilliant. Thank you, thank you. Very musical, and and I just love your playing, bro. And you know, there's a reason that you are where you are right now. Exactly. Okay. I appreciate it. Thanks. Mountain Jacks. Mountain Jacks. Bay, <laughs> Bay legend right here. So uh, we're, we're about 40 minutes. So let's go ahead and uh, I want to introduce, we got um, Zena Escovito. We got Randy Gallerin. Uh, my name is Simon Russell. And then we got the one and only Steph Burns right here. And this was an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you for giving us this time. Yes. And we look forward to when you come in the Bay, we're going to just keep you. Yeah, I can. I, yeah, you, you could. You could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. Zina's you know, Zena's working on that. <laughs> you got the ornament, guys. When you got an ornament, there's there's hey, no going back. It ain't, gonna oh, it ain't gonna happen. There's not gonna be an ornament, bro. <laughs> but I will buy you a right. Christmas tree. There is an ornament. Christmas. She's got the ornament. What do you mean? 
No, I said, I'm not, I'm not putting no ornament with oh, you. Oh, no. Oh, I see. You're not making Oh, I see. But I'll buy you a Christmas tree. <laughs> buy you a Christmas tree. Thanks. Thanks. No, I just want you to know, Zena has not made anything for me. She's given me a bag of garbage at one point to put out, but I've, I've never gotten an ornament. So you, uh, you, you, don't are, play, yeah. you don't play guitar and you don't have the muscles that he does. But I love you though, Simon. I got yeah, right. one, one muscle. That's very, but that's another show. That is, that is another show. show. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I want to say peace and love to everybody. I love all of you guys. And uh, Steph, thank you so much, brother. Thanks. I love you guys, too. Thank you. Thanks, right. for, thanks for having me on. Steph, yeah, take care. Love you, brother. Peace. Bye. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Man. See you soon. Thanks. Thanks, you, too. is unfamiliar it's common and not question